as soon as I hit the record, I lose all my words. Well, watch me like talk two hours. Let's begin. This is the very first episode of Since No One Asked podcast. It might also be the last, um, but whatever. Let's let me introduce myself first. I'm Armita, a 20-year-old cisgender female living currently in Vancouver, Canada. My pronouns are she and her, and the land that I'm recording this from is the unceded territories of Squamish, Musqueam, and Tooth people. I'm also an immigrant, and my family and I traveled to Canada four or five years ago, and my background is Persian. Yeah, let's talk about the podcast itself. So I've been itching to do a podcast for so long right now, but because technically everyone has one, which is which is nice. Um, so I just wanted to join the club too. I'm currently doing this for a project, and shout out to Jermaine for allowing me to do something like this for the final project. I mean, let's see how it goes. I'm not sure how this will end, but let's see. So I decided to start the first episode with the topic of social media and public presence. I feel that a lot of people has already talked about this topic, but since no one asked, I'm doing it too. It's it's something that's relatable and a lot of people can relate to, um, including millennials since... Well, not millennials, but what what generation am I? (laughs) Gen Z's, I think. Gen Z's. I personally grew up with social media. Um, I think I was 11, 12 when Instagram became popular and I opened up accounts similar to my friends. Well, technically, I asked my mom for permission and she said no. So I opened one secretly and blocked her. <laughs> and I've been having this page, it's it's been eight years now, I think, which is crazy. And from the very beginning, my page was public. So everyone could see anything. But I also get why my mom didn't let me <laughs> to open, why my mom technically didn't let me to open up one. Cause like, if I, if my kid, right? Like, I mean, if I had a kid, 20 12 year old and they wanted to open up an account in that age i'll probably give the same answer as my mom did no um mostly because i don't want to say that social media and pub and internet is scary but when you start from that young age you definitely need like a full-on course before starting something like this and you just you just need a guidance through it all in that very beginning in that age and you just technically need a list of do's and don'ts and then after a while when you just figure it out and you're used to the platform you can just write your own rules which is totally fine i think that's what i did well i didn't technically have the guidance at the very beginning it was just me and my dumb friends and we're trying to figure out what the hell is going on i learned how to use the platform i mean hopefully i learned (laughs) i don't know i feel like i did and yeah my my page was public mostly because 
my friends' pages were, well, my best friends' page was public too, and it was her influence, obviously. So, yeah, and random dudes would DM me, and I would DM random, actually, I never did that, but, I mean, like, I would follow them without no knowledge about them, and, like, not knowing them personally in real life. I was so, I think, now that I think about it, I was so reckless and careless. I, like, I've, looking back, I've been in so many awful situations that I made for myself just because I, just because I didn't have the knowledge and I was just, like, I thought that I was careful, but in fact, I wasn't. I think it's because of that age that you just feel like you know everything and you're just, capable of doing anything and not getting hurt but at the same time you just get hurt so much and but I, it was just you know because we didn't have a greater knowledge of the bad things that was happening in the world and like how this would all turn out we were just so chill about it we would just laugh like haha this random dude sent me an inappropriate picture ha 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 this is so funny which it wasn't but we didn't, yeah, we didn't technically care. So that that's how I got my Instagram page. But after a while, when I came to Canada, I saw how everyone else's pages are private. And I, like, and, oh, I remember, like, I think at that time I had 2K or something followers. And every time that someone asked for my account, they were amazed by how many followers I had. I went through other people's accounts and I then I got it. Like most of them their accounts were private and they just had their closest friends or like all the people that they knew. And I two 2k of my followers, I think I just knew 10% of them. That's that's a low 30%, I'll say. Then I was like, oh, like maybe this, I'm doing something wrong. And I think at this at that time, like I when you just immigrate somewhere, you wanna belong there. So you kinda like try everything to just fit in. So that probably was one of the things that I did to fit in this society. <laughs> but so I privated my page and I threw out so many people that I had no knowledge of them or like I didn't know them. But also, um, positive perspective of this is that I met so many people like on social media and we're just now vibing. <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't know them personally and I haven't seen them in real life, but I just, I've been in their pages for like five, six years. It's like we're a four friends for like half a decade. If that's yeah whatever um but yeah so that is how i got my instagram oh i i forgot i'm an art student i should have said this in the very beginning and i'm sorry that i didn't i'm an art student and i'm in third year it's it's going good thank you for asking <laughs> i've i'm majoring in visual arts and minoring in urban studies so I've been taking a lot of social science courses recently, which I think explain why I'm doing what I'm doing right now, which is nice, I think. So yeah, 
based on that and based on the courses that I already took and I've read the readings and all did the homeworks, we had so many conversations about social presence and social media and like authenticity and fakeness and all that. And one of the things that I heard a lot was how people differentiate authenticity and fakeness specifically in social media and how we tend to say that oh this is fake and like she's fake she's acting fake and I want to kind of talk about that well speaking for myself talking about my page I'd say I'm 70% authentic and 30% not fake but probably my followers haven't seen 30% of my life yet 30% is low actually 40%. I'm 60% authentic and 40% not inauthentic, but just you haven't seen that 40%. But that that's my point. Like not seeing someone's detailed personal life doesn't mean that that person is fake. Well, l- let me let me explain this better. So I think on social media, we tend to show just the fragment of our personality and who we are. And I personally don't see this separate from real life. That's how we interact in real life too. And um, only closest people to me, like my family and my closest friends, would know who I really am. Sometimes they don't even know. Like Sometimes I don't even know. So we tend to just show a fragment of ourselves on the social media. And that doesn't mean that we're trying to be fake or we're trying to be authentic. It's just the part of the life that's going on. And I'm saying and I'm saying these are similar to real life because for example, if I'm sitting on a bus and someone's sitting behind beside me, of course, pre-COVID. And someone's sitting beside me and they start a conversation with me, I probably won't tell them all the details about my life or like talk about myself from the birth. So, and I would have a different attitude with them. Attitude is a heavy word, but I mean like I would I would probably be sweet and welcoming and I don't know, less talkative, brief and all that, which These are not specifically things that I would do normally. And that doesn't mean that I'm being fake in that moment with that stranger. It just means that as one of my personality traits, I tend to be more formal and like sweet or like really welcoming when I'm encountering with a stranger. And again, that doesn't mean I'm fake. And also, continuing on that, I think the very, the very fact of how you use your platform says something about your authentic self. Like what pictures I pose or like what social events or things that I would show off, they would tell something about me. No matter how I looked in my pictures or how I sounded, sounded or whatever, just the very fact of how I use my platform and what I use my platform for, they tell something about my truest personality. So I do not really believe that some people tend to be fake. I think no one's fake. 
Well, that's a really objective statement. I hundred I do I have zero knowledge, zero greater knowledge about this fact. I'm just giving my opinion. Technically, because no one asked me, but I'm I'm do I'm doing it. That's what I'm I'm gonna talk about this later on. Let's let's take one step at a time. But also, I get it that when we are on social media and on Instagram, we we obviously have more time to think about our every move, every caption, every post, every picture, every comment. So um, I put time on them and. I'm not ashamed. Like I, I probably would spend. Again, that doesn't mean I'm fake. It means that I'm considerate and I care about all these. If in real life you only have like five seconds to decide what to respond, how to react to something, um, the turnout would be different on social media. But again, that doesn't define fakeness for me. I think I just don't believe in the word fake. We're always authentic. It's just your showing a part of your authenticity speaking about how social media is an internet is kind of similar to real life in my opinion um i asked this question from one of my friends and she gave an interesting answer and i and i liked it so i'm gonna share it with you um so i asked that if you wanted to compare your page or instagram page with a part of your house um, how would you compare it? What would you say? And she said her page is like a foyer. And that makes absolute sense. Like, I love that. Because anyone can knock on your door, right? And when you open the door, you, as as someone that knocked on the door, you get a glimpse from the house that how their house might look like. But obviously, you just don't go in like straight up to the kitchen or straight up to the bathroom or their bedroom um it's the it's the host they either allow you to come in and you might sit in the living room or they don't and you just leave and that makes absolute sense for me some foyers have uh, windows beside the doors which from the street you again might see like a blurry thing from the house which makes sense again. My friend's page was private. I'm not sure how public page would be compared to. Probably you're living on the porch or something. No, you um you just you just straight up go to someone's living room. I think. Like they don't have a door. <laughs> if that makes sense. Like they don't have a door and you just go sit on their living room. Even in the public pages, no one no one posts everything about their life. So again, you don't have access maybe to their ba- to their bedroom. And I think the closer you become to the host and you're sitting in the living room, which the host made made it pretty for the guest. So you're kind of the guest of the house in either cases. And the closer that you get with the host, you get a better access to their house, I'd say. You might get welcome to their bedroom or you know i also feel that i mean you if you if you're still hearing this if you're still sticking around and you're not bored out of your mind and you're hearing this i would love to have a conversation with you about what i'm about to say i feel like the more authentic you tend to become on social media and on your page 
more of your followers kind of fall off. I don't know if that makes sense, but we want authenticity. We embrace it. We say it everywhere. We're be yourself, be who you are. Um, don't be ashamed, embrace who you are. And But when someone tries to be their truest self, we kind of just don't appreciate that. I feel, I, that's my opinion. I've definitely seen celebrities um, talking about their lives and getting hated on. I've also seen some others that they, they're authentic and they have a bigger circle around them. But I've definitely seen the opposite, that the degree of authenticity goes up the closer your circle becomes. And I don't know why. Maybe we're just, we're just intimidated by that. I don't know. But also, I think, I think we don't know how to react to authenticity. I mean... We, we're just so such different beings in the world and I don't think we really can bear someone else having a different opinion or someone being so different from us that just scares us I think and that's why we can't it's hard for us to understand that someone can be so different from us that's just strange for us we don't know how to react to it which is which at some point we have to learn. I think I need to explain how I got there, how I got to the fact that I have to have a public persona and there's no other way around it. Well, it's the influence of the courses that I took, for sure. I just thought that if I ever when I grew up, <laughs> if I ever want to have a position in my work in life and um, be a great global citizen such big word and if I want to get somewhere and if I want to be the change if I want to if I want to change this world for a better place those are such lame words and big words but whatever I'm saying them if I want to get there at some point I have to deal with having a public persona and having a public presence I don't see any other way around it. I have to deal with strangers. And I have to deal with those creepy people. Which I believe that we don't have creepy peoples around. Wait, but we do. I mean, I exclude serial killers from this. And Trump, probably. But, and a couple of other peoples. But I, I mean that... That's just how life works. Like you, if you want to get somewhere, you have to deal with this publicness. Social media is just part of our lives. I simply can't imagine a world without social media and internet. It's just there. It's just there to stay. So I, I need to get used to it. I need to practice right now how to be public so I can excel at it in like 10 years, hopefully. So I think that explains why I suddenly switched from from that perspective of being private and having and posting just about my fun and uh, all that and just slowly moving this way. 
I mean, this podcast is a great step, I think. I mean, I'm not sure if it's gonna have a second episode, but let's hope that it will. Because no one asked me to make another episode, but whatever. I'm a really judgy person, but I'm gonna try and not be judgy. Like, I'm learning and I'm trying to not judge everyone. And so, before saying anything, how you use your platform, it's totally up to you. Like, kudos to you for doing it however you want to do and doing it in a way that makes you happy that's the most important part recently um, my happiness have came from posting about social stuff and social events and talking about them and um, I don't know like talking about social stuff and events makes me feel powerful and really good so that's 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 where my thoughts and opinions are coming from. I have a privilege to have this platform and have these many followers and I I should use it. I should use it to do something good and that just makes me feel wonderful. And so yeah, that I think that will explain a lot of upcoming <laughs> posts that I'm going to make. Like at some time in my really long life, I remember I was annoyed by other people um, posting about serious stuff because I thought that world is just serious enough and let's just have fun here. And then I just changed my perspective. I thought that I really started to think about privileges and how lucky I am to um, have all these and have a brain that functions and the, the, oh my god the privilege to go to university and college and learn and um, absorb knowledge so those are my privileges and I just suddenly realized that I have to do something with them and that's just how I felt so and I totally get it if others others find it might find it annoying um, but whatever, I'm doing what I want to do, and yeah, again, like, how you want to use your platform is totally up to you, and no shade <laughs> to people posting about their food and all that, I do that myself, too, so. A couple of minutes ago, I said that I switched, well, I want to confirm that I haven't switched yet, like, I'm I'm really close to switch. And another thing that I must mention is that about this whole public persona and making a podcast and all that, I think there was this point in my life, and there is still that point, <laughs> I still hasn't switched. I felt like I, I didn't matter. It didn't matter what I thought. It didn't matter what I said. There's 7 billion people in the world and it's not just gonna... The outcome is not because of what I said. It's, I'm not gonna influence anything. So, and also I feel like <laughs> I have been always waiting for someone to personally ask me to do something. Like if, if, if for example, if there's a social movement right in the street right now, I was kind of expecting someone to come up to me and personally say that Armida, you have to participate 
in this because of this and this and this and we need you we need you because and please come and maybe maybe then i would just agree and go out and participate in whatever but i'm just realizing that i don't need anyone to ask me just because no one asked me to make a podcast or just because no one asked me to give my opinion about a social matter that it's directly related to the world i'm living in doesn't doesn't mean that my opinion and what i think does not matter i matter <laughs> and i think this is the message that i want to give to you and i want to pass it to you i just because no one asked you doesn't mean that you you shouldn't do it and honestly i i'm saying i haven't switched yet but since i feel way better like i feel like i have a purpose in my life right now and i've never been so sure about something as an immigrant when i came to canada about like four or five years ago i in many events i felt like i'm not qualified to say something because i wasn't born here like i have a different background i have a different culture this is not related to me but i think at some point you just realize that it's not it's not a country that you live in it's not a nation you live on earth we all do so it's a global thing it's not your country my country anymore and yeah i just i just felt disqualified and now i'm just i guess uh, <laughs> i'm not saying i'm qualified to say all these i just feel like i still have privileges that to do good in my level that's a better explanation of that switch and going off that public private thing i mean my page still private my my main page is still private um i don't know why but yeah i just i don't know but i opened up another page uh which is public to post my art pieces which are <laughs> garbage but um to post those and i i that's literally the first step i took to having a public presence and this is probably the second one so i'm not really experienced in all this beside the fact that i began instagram at age 12 on a public context which was really dumb did not know how to use my page and it was just awful i don't i i don't recommend <laughs> but going off that public private i heard a lot that people would say internet is scary and there are lots of creepy people out there and um making your page public you you don't know what's going to come out of it and it might be something really negative what if you made a mistake and it's if you made a mistake it's going to get it's going to stay there forever and it's going to stay in your life for good i understand that and i agree to that at some points but i don't feel that way 100% anymore so what if i made a mistake what if i made a mistake and i learned from it and i grew from it and i apologized from the for the damage that i had done and just moved on with my life why is that such a scary thing and that explain i think the cancel culture right now that when someone makes a mistake everyone just i mean we're just such a unforgiving generation i feel that when someone make a mistake it's just over like wipe yourself off the face of the earth 
we don't want to see you. And that's crazy. That's how, that's where the growth comes from. And you have to make mistakes. As humans, we are bound to make mistakes. We have to do it. And that's, that's the way, that's the only way of growth. Like, I don't think if I ever made a mistake or said the wrong thing at the wrong time, I don't think my life would be over. I probably just get really embarrassed <laughs> at some point or maybe cry about it for a couple of days and just move on with my life and learn how to not make bad mistakes anymore. I might, in other cases, I've made one mistake twice in my life. But again, I learned from them and I tried not to make the same mistakes again. And that's, I think, so valuable and that's all life is about. It's <clears throat> about making mistakes and no one is perfect, obviously. And also, adding to that, I think like as a generation, we also suck at apologizing. Like, I've seen so many people making mistakes and then like act like nothing happened and just they think like, oh, if I show no reaction to this, it'll go away and everyone will forget. Well, they don't. And I mean, I suck at apologizing too. And I'm again learning. <clears throat> but I, yeah, I just, I mean, I'm a part of this generation and I suck at it. Um, and I definitely think that if we want to get somewhere, we have to learn how to apologize and fix the damages that we caused by our mistakes. If people were affected by it, that's, that's a really important step of making mistakes. We just have to normalize making mistakes, obviously. I mean, not on purpose. Uh, don't make mistakes on purpose. Um, that's just wrong. <laughs> Anyway, closing up on all these and like doing a conclusion, whatever you do with your platform or your social presence, public presence, either you're public, private, or you vibe with Instagram or you don't, it's all up to you. I'm not judging you for the things that you do. Um, if you're happy with all that, amazing. Just continue whatever you're doing. But I personally didn't feel happy two months, three months ago. And not, not, not that I was not happy. I was just not satisfied with how things looked. I found what felt good. I might have totally different opinions about all these in next year. I mean, who knows? But right now, I feel like I have a privilege that I have to use wisely and make awareness and because that's the very first step of having a systematic change in the world and making it a better place for myself my generation and next generation that's just how that's just one of the very primary steps for doing this so i've been trying to start doing that i might not have been successful in it yet but I'm learning and I'm trying. And at the end, I think if I ever made a mistake, first of all, I would not be ashamed of it. Everyone makes mistakes. That doesn't mean that God has to wipe me off the face of the earth <laughs> or cancel me. I would want to grow from it and become a better person and learn how to apologize. If you're still sticking around, 
wow, I'm thank you for that. That means a lot. And this was the very first episode and the first ever time that I did something like this. So please forgive if there was any inconvenience about all these. Thank you for listening and tuning in and take care.